Howdy, howdy. Why, hello there. And welcome to... But it was aliens. We are the extraterrestrial comedy podcast whom probe allegedly true alien visitations to Earth to determine for the questionable safety of our listeners as to whether those allegedly true events really were allegedly truthful. It's my turn to host this week and I'm Kev, also known by this git as Greybeard, and this git alongside me is Granville Moonwalker. I first heard about the case we'll be covering today on a website called alienufosightings.com. I think you'll agree that this is a reputable source. This is a reputable source. I agree. We begin our tale today in Wales. Wales. Wales, circa 1856. I've got a digress already. When you do, or in fact, when I do, my Welsh accent in Wales doesn't go down so well. I'm, I'm not surprised. Apparently it's not very good. So Wales, circa 1856. I'll just add that the title of that initial article was 10 Weird Welsh UFO Encounters. So right away, you know that it's going to get weird. 1800s weird. Our subject today was named Ronald. Ronald Rees. Ronald Rees worked as a farm labourer in the Vale of Neath which is one of the South Wales valleys in southwest Wales. The Vale of Neath is famous for its beautiful waterfalls. Legitimately, you wouldn't believe such beauty exists in the UK. For reference, the Vale of Neath is just under an hour and a half drive from Pembrokeshire in oh, southwest Wales. I know it's fucking coming. The site where Ms. Granville famously shat her pants as we covered in episode 24. One of my personal favourites. Wonder why. It was Ronald's role to raise the animals, plant the crop and operate some machinery. Okay, before we continue, I'm just going to like digress a bit. Yep. Who's your favourite Welsh person? Robbie Coltrane. Ooh. Good fucking Cheryl. Followed by Tom Jones. Ah, oh, you loser. <laughs> Dare you lost me now. Yours? Aaron fucking Ramsey. My boy. So, Aaron Ramsey is a footballer, ex-Arsenal player. But he also, unfortunately, every time he seems to score a goal, someone dies. He's like the Grim Reaper. <laughs> That's why you like him. I mean... morbid. It's it's taken it up a notch. He was my boy before, but now he's my boy. <laughs> now he's your reaper. Ah, oh, that should be his nickname. Instead of Rambo. Farm workers can work long hours, maybe up at the arse crack of dawn. Everyone working. works long hours. Not everyone, that's a fucking lie. Some of you are lazy bastards. I'm not afraid to tell you. But it's not only farmers that are up at the arse crack of fucking dawn. Alright, but there can also be a requirement to work late. Again, <laughs> they're not the only fuckers that are required to work late. Alright, Captain Hard Done By. <laughs> On this day, Ronald had finished at a normal kind of time and was heading home as the sun set in the evening. Remember, this is the 1800s, so it's not like the Wales countryside was lit by streetlights. Those were still 20 years away in built-up areas. And being based on a farm, 
Ronald was going to need to cross some fields to get home. He said get home quicker. As? You won't have to go around the field, just go through it. Well, there aren't any rows to go around the field. No, get home quicker, can he? It's the olden times. I've got to stop doing that. As he walked on the evening in question... Oh, he walked home. Ronald saw a strange light coming from above a neighbouring field. The light appeared to be making a whoosh-like sound as it travelled. Again, this was the 1800s, so Ronald didn't really know what to think, except for, I've got to save my babies! So Ronald went to probe. Hold on. It's a farm worker, there's animals. He's... Something's whooshed, he wants to go and save. His babies! Oh, I see, I see. Not his literal children. I thought that this was away from any other wildlife or any life at all. So when you said he went to probe, I was like, why is he going towards this instead of going to save his children? Which I actually thought you meant. And then realised that this thing was probably trying to take his uh, livestock. So he went towards it. Well, yeah, that's his suspicion, isn't it? It's whooshed above his head as he's walking home. He's thought, bugger! He's run back to check on the livestock. That's his cash cow, quite literally. Mm. Mm. Do we have any like information as to how big this was? I'll get into it a little bit more momentarily. At this moment, I'm not willing to divulge anything. So it could have been like a firefly? I'm not willing to divulge. Could have been a tennis ball. Unwilling. Could have been whale semen. Reluctant. (laughs) You're pushing me. (laughs) Or a meteor. Just just an inkling? No. You get shit, fool. Ronald. (laughs) That was completely unnecessary. Ronald rushes over to the field to investigate. And the next thing that Ronald remembers is, quite literally, that Ronald is floating in the air. There is no further context than that. Ronald is just floating. One minute is chilling on the way home, and the next, this man is floating through the air. From this point, unfortunately, Ronald's memory gets patchy. We know that people's memories can be impacted upon when they undergo traumatic experiences. So maybe Ronald saw one of his beloved sheep being probed, or maybe whatever was making Ronald float was messing with the physics of Ronald's very body, his very mind. What say you, Mr. Moonwalker? If you all of a sudden found that you were floating, would you try to fly? I don't think that I would. I'm assuming that I'm on my back in this scenario. Not missionary, baby. (laughs) No, if I was on my back, I would be very worried about turning in any way in case I broke it, and I don't want to fall from that height, so I'd be very reluctant to let myself try and fly and enjoy it. If I was on my front floating upwards. So I was, in effect, already taking the Superman position. Mm-hmm. I'd just stick my, probably my right hand out in said Superman position and be like, I'm flying! So what you're telling me is if you were floating and your back was facing the floor, yeah, you would 
much rather just fall in that position than risk turning over. Well, I was thinking that I was quite high up at the time. If I was just off the floor, then I'd be a lot more willing to roll around. So what you're saying is if you fell from such a height with your back to ground that you wouldn't break your back? No, I'm just assuming that if I move, I might break the the float and fall back to the ground. Oh, I see. And I don't want to fall from that high. I just want to float to wherever I'm going. I might be going to heaven for all I know. Probably quite unlikely at this point in life, but you never know. Um, how far off the floor was he? Quite high. What do you mean by quite high? Higher than he could jump. That's still not very high. How heavy is one? A lot higher than he could jump. Okay. We're talking floating up into the sky. So is he continuously high. going up or is he in one spot? He's continuously going up. Oh, that's freaky. Like past house height. Oh, shit. Okay, that changes everything. Is he high? He hasn't taken any drugs or consumed any substances that we know of. Are there any pesticides on the farm? Of course there is. That's exactly where we're going. (laughs) (laughs) It's a farm. It's probably even deadlier shit because it's the 1800s. So he could have got high off his But he'd been uh, working all day fine. Might have been working all day in a confined space. The fumes might have got to him. Walks out. All of a sudden he's on a softer surface. Thinks he's floating. If... There is pesticide that gets you high like that. Might not be Considering now. it could be real deadly. Do you reckon farmers snorted it? Like, intentionally? Absolutely. <laughs> Don't care that... It, well, I suppose, actually, that's the same with most addicts, isn't it? A lot of what people could take could kill you if you... Explain crop circles. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I know we covered them. I was going to say, I'm pretty <laughs> sure we've explained them quite extensively. The next thing that Ronald is able to recollect with his patchy memories is that there were tiny people with swords! What do I mean by tiny? Ronald isn't very clear on that. All we know is that there were small samurai involved. Ronald could also vaguely remember that Ronald had his blood taken, though Ronald doesn't make it clear as to what part of his body the blood was taken from. Probably his butt. Also, just so you don't get confused, they didn't use the swords to take the blood. The swords weren't needles. They were swords. The sword wasn't used to take Ronald's blood because the little people had different intentions for those swords. Okay, the fact that you've said that the swords weren't needles kind of answers my next question. Mm -hmm. Because I was going to say, was he under some kind of hallucinogen and was witnessing doctors or surgeons draw blood from him because those old-timey needles were, like, fucking huge, Uh, weren't they? Yeah, like, um, when I was researching the Blackbeard episodes, those needles that they'd insert in people's dicks are absolutely horrific. Yeah, disgusting. What? Those things are damn huge. So I was just thinking, is he seeing them as smaller people holding these needles and interpreting them as swords? Well, but no, because it's, it's samurai aliens. They, swords weren't needles. They were swords. So I have to take your word for it. Samurai aliens. I mean, oh, were they pizza cats? <laughs> samurai. Mm. They would be aliens, wouldn't they? They would. That's Maybe this inspired that. I don't have anything to suggest that they weren't. There we have it. Currently. Samurai pizza cats. 
I'm a rare pizza cat. Ronald could remember something further. One of the little people was green. There we go. Green pizza cats. <laughs> he saw the veg- he saw the uh, jalapenos on the pizza. Mmm, but that's right. Little green people before the modern origin of little green men at Kelly Hopkinsville in 1955, which we covered way back in episode three of this podcast. Ronald remembered one little green person in particular, a bald one who, of course, was holding a sword. I'm not sure if all the creatures were bald or whether it was just this one, but this creature looked at Ronald the way that the kid looks at Alan in 2009 comedy The Hangover (laughs) before tasering Alan in the face. You know what's coming. This is going to be a Tombry, but I don't think it is going to be a Tombry. You're going to have a picture of that kid. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! The same clip that we watched only a few weeks back on one of your probes. Ah, oh, look at that face. That is a face of, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. And you know it. It's like, the time has come. Death awaits you. Yeah, so one little green bald one holding the sword. He looks like um, chubby Anakin that is about to go and to kill, kill all the, the younglings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so all the other aliens are there doing their stuff all serious and there's one little green one's looking at him like <laughs> it's about to go down son that is literally if you look at picture one that's Anakin picture two Darth Vader <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to post these on our Instagram at but it was aliens podcast for those who haven't seen the hangover just so you can see the look and if you haven't seen the hangover like the first one sort your life out The bald green alien walked over to Ronald, real close, so that they were standing right next to Ronald. The little green person drew back their sword and sliced straight through Ronald, completely opening up Ronald's stomach. But Ronald didn't die. Ronald watched on in sheer horror as the little green person proceeded to reach into Ronald's open stomach and slowly remove Ronald's internal organs one by one. Ronald watched on helplessly as the creature reached around inside Ronald like a puppet and pulled gooey bits out. Ronald, understandably, passed out. This is truly grim. I I think I would do the same if I saw that happen to me. Someone's literally using you like a ventriloquist doll sticking a hand up you. Yeah. Just popping down a couple of lungs in front of you. Ding, ding. Oh, it's looking to be bad, I mean, that one. Didn't he try to stop him? No, he's all messed up. He's so, been cut in half. So he's just paralysed there. Have Can't you ever move. been sliced open with a sword by a little green man? I'm pretty sure I'd try and move. Absolutely murked him. But if I couldn't move, then kind of explains why I just stand there. But then if I couldn't move, would I be able to faint? So you're kind of going on to the next bit that I'd stuck down here. Sometimes I have weird thoughts. Like, what if your mind is still active after you die and you know everything that's going on around you, but you can't do anything? That's, oh. Yeah. Imagine being buried alive, but you're buried alive. Imagine being buried. It's like you've read my damn. But you're alive. (laughs) Well, maybe slight tangent, but I go on to think, my gosh, imagine if that happened in ancient Egypt and people went through the mummification process. Literally horror movie stuff here, folks. 
I'm not sure that I can think of much else more horrific other than being turned inside out through the butthole. But let's just pretend I didn't say any of that. Ronald passed out. You're going to talk about it more now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I suppose when he passed out, was he still standing there? I don't actually have that information. I don't know. I'd assume that he dropped or they were holding him up. Because if he passed out and hit the floor... I'm pretty sure he didn't pass out standing up. Obviously, their hand is going to be somewhere else. Just not where they were originally taking organs from. Well, like I say, they could well have been holding him. Or they could have slabbed him. So I'm just going off on a tangent in my head. Again, thinking of all these serious scientist aliens. <laughs> being really careful. Then one little maniac just cuts it with like, his nope. sword. Excuse you, guys! They might have been in a rush. What if Ronald had the key... The key to what? Who knows? Same in the universe. Inside him? Mm hmm. There's got to be a better way to get it. We are not waiting for him to pass this. (laughs) (laughs) Cut him open, get it out. Fifth element. Oh! She's got the keys inside of her. Yeah. Hmm. Corbin (laughs) Dallas. Okay! Not seen that for a while, but. Yeah, it's a classic. Back when Bruce Willis wasn't being just raining shitted in. into. Well, no, he's um, apparently got dementia. Bless him, hasn't he? Oh, is he? Hopefully, he's still okay at the point we're recording oh, this. But um, yeah, there's rumours sure that his management team, or even if it's just his own limited capacity, he's just going on and been going on any project over the last sort of five years or so, hasn't he? Loads of shit when he used to be in really good films, but now he's got too unwell to do it anymore. Random that I know that when I know barely anything about celebrities. What's Chris Tucker doing these days? Comedy. (laughs) I so hope that's right. (laughs) I don't know shit about celebrities. What's this person doing? This. (laughs) (laughs) As Ronald came to, Ronald was laying in a field. Allegedly, truthfully, the very same field Ronald had floated above. It was daytime. Ronald needed that job, and so Ronald wandered, somewhat dazed, back into work. When <laughs> I can imagine, we've got a friend who I can imagine this happening to. <laughs> when Ronald arrived, Ronald would discover that an entire week had passed. Ronald had no shitting idea as to what was going on. It was at this point, as Ronald tried to put together in his mind what had happened, that Ronald begun to recollect the events we have outlined. As Ronald tried to put together these memories and explain where Ronald had been, Ronald's boss noticed that there was something wrong with Ronald's skin. Ronald's skin was pink, almost red, and in places all over his body, Ronald appeared to have scars or burns. Meanwhile, some of Ronald's hair appeared to have fallen out and the loss of hair continued over the coming days. It was as if Ronald had experienced radiation poisoning. I'm not surprised that his skin was pink and almost red. Also not surprised that he'd have scars and burns. The reason being, if he was laying in a field for a week, he would be exposed to a lot of sunlight with no shade. Imagine laying there for a week. He's got a tan. How would you lay there for a week? A week. Maybe he got too high on his own supply. So high that he passed out for a whole week. 
Never crazy. know how what Bonkers. kind of shit they mixed back then. Well, where'd you get it? <laughs> <laughs> that must be some crazy high. So high that you float up into the sky. You literally float. You don't imagine it. You literally float up. Then you come back down and imagine all the alien shit. That's not... Act like it's not possible. How high do you have to get to get high? Super high. I've been trying to think if we ever used awful excuses to pull sickies ourselves. Somewhat depressingly, in my life, I've only ever had a sick day for actual food poisoning. And you're a hard working bastard. The closest I could come was many moons ago when you worked at that allegedly famous submarine sandwich store. The one where you may have left without the usual procedures followed. <laughs> Although, saying that, on a zero-hour contract, I suppose that you did indeed work four weeks of zero hours. That honourable and trustworthy manager probably believes that you were abducted. They were pricks. <laughs> anyway, this got me think. Did enjoy the pickles. <laughs> This got me to thinking about, in our youth, before we were responsible grown-ups, what awful excuses we have used to get out of seeing potential love interests. I'd just like to clarify here that anything we can think of was indeed in our youth and we're not saying that this behaviour is okay. Can you think of any shit excuses you or our friends have given? I don't think I've given any shit excuses because I was generally quite straightforward I would just say I'm not doing it I'm going to Kebs <laughs> so like, oh will you come and see me no I'm going to Kebs <laughs> oh do you want to come and see me no it's Thursday I'm going to Kebs it's Buffy Angel <laughs> Scrubs I'll see you tomorrow uh... <laughs> so I, I don't think I've used anything other than I've used some bad ones and a couple of our friends have used some bad ones that I'm going to throw in without giving too much details tell you uh... what Mm-hmm. Throw them in, and I will try to guess who used them. Okay. Without naming names. Someone. So everyone else listening is just gonna be like, that person's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them are gonna be me, sadly. <laughs> and the thing is, I was probably the least dicky out of all of us towards interests. Yet, I've probably given the worst excuses. <laughs> uh, um. Let's not start with that one. <laughs> Someone changed their phone number. Quite literally. I'm going with that being you. Correct. That was me. (laughs) Someone told a girl their uncle needed them to help find their gerbil. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with you. Nope, that wasn't me. That was our friend... John. I'm just debating whether I can name him or... (laughs) We know several Johns, but you know the John I mean. Yes, I do. So, someone told a girl that they had to leave because they had football training at 1.30. I know who that is. On a Wednesday afternoon. (laughs) Actually, I don't. That could be one of three of you. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to go with you. But... I think it could also be... I don't know how to say it without outing him. Well, it doesn't really matter, because it was me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you'll definitely get this last one. We had a friend whose potential friend arrived in a taxi and they watched her from their window and (laughs) pretended they weren't home after telling them that they should come round. 
the taxi then left and they told him that they were back now and to come back and they came back in the taxi and they pretended they weren't home again this one wasn't me let's not name this person because that's awful and they were probably a bit older than that they should have known better that that was granville's old housemate <laughs> that's absolutely atrocious that was skinny yeah can you think of any others See, most of these, we were like 17, 18, and too young to know better. But that person was definitely old enough to know better. I think me and Skinny were... This was shortly before I moved back from where I used to live. <laughs> okay, this, this is going to sound really bad. I'm going to put myself on the spot now. I once told a girl she couldn't come round and see me because she would annoy me. <laughs> That's just harsh! <laughs> I mean, at least you're straightforward, though. You're not making a bullshit excuse but, about having football training on so, Wednesday afternoon. So what it was is we'd played football the day before and gone out. Mm-hmm. So the Sunday I was absolutely shattered. and didn't want to move. Now, I love movies. So my Sundays are generally literally just stay in one spot, or they used to be. I would stay in one spot and just watch films all day. But she wanted to come over and she wouldn't have just let me sit there and watch films. I wanted to sit there and watch films. So I was like, I'm I'm sorry, you would you'd annoy me. And then she was like, Well, how would I annoy you? And I go, Well, you'd keep touching me, wouldn't you? And she was like, Yeah. And I go, Yeah, that would annoy me today. So I stopped her coming around. I do also recall you once telling someone that they had dog breath. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, anyway, we should probably get back on track. She deserved that, though. She was picking at you, yeah. Constantly fucking on me, that one. Anyway, we've all been young and stupid. We know much better now. Yeah, I was only 15. For that one. Yeah. It's <laughs> fair to say, make it out like it was like last week. I was 20 or 21 when I changed my phone number. I guess I got so fed up with this person messaging me. And to be fair, I'd tried to let them down gently and they were absolutely hammering me with messages and calls when I was at university in lectures and stuff. And I was like, oh, I literally finished my lecture, walked to town, got a new phone. <laughs> in fact, I don't think it's a phone. I think it was just a SIM card. Apart from the one that I just mentioned about annoying me, I think every other instance I've been like 15 but then, like I said, normally I'll just say, no, I'm not. I'm going to cabs. Being at your house was typically the excuse as to why I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are you doing tonight, cabs? Cabs. Where are you? Cabs. What are you doing? Are you at cabs? No. Where are you? Walking to cabs. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get back on track because we're nearly there, to be fair. We don't actually know what happened to Ronald, unfortunately. You got high. <laughs> this is where the extremely credible evidence ends. As always, before we summarise and conclude, we must turn to honourable and trustworthy science and see if we can solve this mystery in non-extraterrestrial ways. We can't. It's aliens. Nah, I jest. As we may or may not have, dis- have discussed... My body's calling for rum now. <laughs> One alternative explanation is that Ronald didn't fancy going to work. Maybe Ronald went on a massive bender, or maybe Ronald just had a bit of flu, 
but his boss was a jackass and didn't accept sickness as a reason to call in sick. So maybe Ronald came out with such an unbelievable story that you just had to believe it. Another idea which you may have got close to is substance misuse. There is absolutely no evidence to support that claim. Maybe Ronald was genuinely sick with a pox-like condition. That would explain him being dazed and also scarred. Or could an actual meteor have hit, explaining Ronald's sighting and possibly even providing a source for radiation poisoning if any of the matter got to Ronald's level? One thing I will say is that whilst evidence is light on this one, there is no evidence to indicate that Ronald faked this experience or made any money out of it, and I couldn't find a logical reason for radiation poisoning on an 1800s farm. I mean, they would have been working with... Well, not necessarily, but there's a potential that they were working with a lot of chemicals at that point. Um, Chemicals that we would deem potentially poisonous and dangerous now yeah like how uh, they used to use arsenic i was literally about to say arsenic was used quite to bury people commonly preserve them though it didn't quite preserve them as such it just stopped the smell so then it's all in the ground and it doesn't dissolve into the lower layers of soil it sits on the top surface so be careful when you're walking over cemeteries it's it's uh, you can't just dismiss the fact that he could have just been high. All, all I'm picturing here is him walking with a barrel with a skull and crossbones on and he's about to go and dump it somewhere and he trips over <laughs> and falls into the substance. Mm. And then literally that's him there for a week. Substance dries up or like runs through, but he is as high as a kite. He might have just been so high that he got up and legged it and just thought he saw all that stuff. Might have been eating mushrooms that he shouldn't have been eating and was hallucinating. Or, like you said, could have picked a picked a sickie, pulled a sickie. Yeah. Aliens, though. We're not concluding yet. we're not concluding yet. I'm just hard-pressed to find why the aliens would want him. To murk him with a sword. <laughs> Bit of fun for the youngsters. We've all done silly it's... things when we're young. <laughs> I suppose it's all also like saying that the aliens hadn't advanced if the only way they could think of to extract body organs and stuff was to slice them open with a sword and pull the organs. Maybe all the rather other... Rather than slabbing him. They'd used all the instruments on the cattle and whatnot, and that's all that was left. <laughs> or maybe this was just a sick bastard and was like, I'm going to use a sword. Well, as I alluded to, that's actually all we have today. To summarise this one, we learnt about farm labourer Ronald Rees, who was walking home from work in the Valley of Neath in Wales, when a whoosh accompanied by a bright light caught his eye above a neighbouring field. Ronald went to investigate and possibly save the animals, and next thing that Ronald knew, Ronald was floating in the air like a funking snowman. He's walking through the air. Ronald then encountered many little green people holding swords and one of them sliced open Ronald's stomach and removed Ronald's internal organs as Ronald watched on before passing out. Ronald awoke in a field and walked into work with it being daytime only to discover that a whole week had passed. Ronald's skin was a pink-like colour 
and there were scars all over, indicating that Ronald had experienced radiation poisoning. Ronald's hair also begun falling out. Unfortunately, with this being such an old case, evidence is limited. Alternative theories could be that Ronald pulled a sickie, got off his pickle on substances, or was genuinely ill. Or was it a meteor? Can you find any holes in today's case, Granville? Is there actually proof that Ronald existed? Well, sort of. The more I see the name Ronald, I just keep thinking old MacDonald had a farm. So, this story has been reproduced in books and stuff, and I think I might touch on this uh, as I summarise, kind of, my thoughts. I can't recall if it was like a newspaper or if it was interviews with people, but it's kind of travelled through media at the time. It's not a hugely well-known one, of course, but there's no cause to suggest that it isn't based on a real event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to conclude? I I can't bring myself to say this is aliens. So are you saying that it was aliens? But I can't pinpoint what I think actually happened. I mean, it's one of the others but there's like seven other different theories. It's just not aliens. Yeah, I'm not saying that it was aliens. Like it could have pulled a sickie, it could have been poisoning, could have been misuse. Yeah. Someone could have, like, drugged him, for all we know. Put something in his food, in his drink, just yeah. for a laugh, and this was the effect it had. So I wrote this a while ago, and I'm not sure if my thoughts now match up with what I've written in the research notes. So I'll just read out what I wrote and then (laughs) have a think. But yeah, obviously I'm not saying that it's aliens regardless, but I do love the old time ones. You do love the old time ones. I do love the old time ones, but more often than not, because they were so long ago, the evidence just isn't there as much as we would like. I was intrigued by the hair loss, but it wouldn't it would have really helped to have some evidence. Hair, which we could analyse. Maybe even a photo, though I appreciate that the quality would have been pants, but anything. I'd also just like to thank David L. Richards, author of a book called UFO Wales, published in 2013, which, whilst not giving me any new evidence by the time I'd researched this one, did confirm that it wasn't just made up for that article I'd read, as it was published three years later than the book. Other books and articles do mention this case too, but weirdly, I literally couldn't find the origin. The first. Despite what I've just said, that... The lack of trace back to the source, above all else, made me suspicious. I can't say that a story is true if I don't know where the story came from. And that, yeah, that is kind of where I was going in my head, that it's been written through the years, but you can't track it back to where it started from. Could have just been word of mouth. Yeah, and I kind of think the most likely scenario is that either he got really unwell on the farm chemicals and so couldn't go to work for a week, or he just didn't want to go to work for a week. Oh, what, what do they call that thing where... Um, pesticide? No, a story gets out of hand. Whispers, where um, it starts off and then the story keeps getting Changing added and to. changing, yeah. So he may have just been out for a day. Yeah. And by the end of it, it's a whole week. Yeah. And all this happens. Every time someone tells a story, they sensationalise it a little bit more. Yep something is added to it yeah that's definitely possible so any final thoughts from yourself before we close out Mr Moonwalker no none from me 
Well, that is a wrap for today then, folks. Thank you for listening to But It Was Aliens. If you've enjoyed the show, as you may or may not, or possibly might, know, there are a couple of ways that you could support us. We have a little bit of clothing and coffee mugs available over at butitwasaliens.co.uk, which throws, quite literally, a few pennies in the pro pot. Meanwhile, if you're bonks enough that you want to hear more from us, well, you can. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash butitwasaliens. Sign up at the bottom tier and you get access to our bonus episodes, otherwise known as side probes, where each week we examine a more widely paranormal tale and determine as to whether the case really is paranormal. This in turn helps us to buy the time to make more episodes. If you have any suggestions for cases you'd like us to cover, let us know. You can find us on the Twitter... At <laughs> but it was aliens. But until next time, does toothpaste have an expiry date? The truth is up there. Hash tag. By the way, we're not awful people, we were young.